Hi, welcome back to the podcast. This is Andrea, your host on Just a Little Sasson, and today I'm going to be talking about how to romanticize your life. But before we get into that, I want to do the segment of breathing, slow breathing. I implemented this in the last episode, and I plan on keeping it for future episodes. So if you weren't listening to the last episode, the basically I'm just going to tell you to breathe in, I'm going to tell you to hold, and then I'm going to tell you to breathe out, and you're just going to follow along with me. Okay, so let's get started. First, breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Okay, let's do it one more time for good measure. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. All right, okay, let's get started. So, romanticizing your life. It seems like a silly topic, honestly. When I first heard of it, I was like, what? You know? But honestly, it has helped me a lot, and I really wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. I've seen changes in the way I view life, in my perspective on life, helping me with struggles, just slowing down and romanticizing my life has helped me overcome those struggles. And so that's why this topic may sound silly, but honestly, for me, it's a very important topic that I'm passionate about because I think that it's the little things that help you know overcome any feelings of uneasiness it's the little things that help you view life in a positive way and it's the little things the little beautiful things that make up the beauty of life in my opinion so what is it for me there's a couple different ways that I approach this how I romanticize my life and so the first thing is slowing down I try to be very mindful whenever I'm living my day-to-day life and I think that that is a great way to romanticize your life is just being mindful so examples of that would be smelling the flowers you are walking by and you see some flowers and you think they're really pretty, why don't you just stop and smell them? What about feeling the wind on your face? You know, you're in a rush, go, go, go. But if you just stop and feel the breeze, you might even realize that you're feeling a little bit more calm, more at ease. Another way would be listening to the birds. If you're waking up in the morning, walk outside, just hear the noises that the nature is making. I think that that has really helped me. This is very similar to therapist tactics that therapists give you for overcoming feelings of anxiousness, such as the feel two things, touch three things, smell four things, that kind of vibe. It's very similar to that, and I try to implement that in my day-to-day life because that has helped me a lot. Another approach I take to romanticizing my life is appreciating. Appreciating the little things as much as I appreciate the big things. For example, life is very hectic and chaotic. And whenever I was an undergrad, I went from a class, from classes to my job, to 
studying to going home and letting my dog out to doing extracurricular activities and sometimes even volunteering and all these things would just pile up and I would get very overwhelmed by it all but if I just reminded myself that this is this is a beautiful thing even if it is chaotic I had and still have one of the most amazing jobs in the world I dog walk I get to meet so many dogs play with dogs it's a stress relief for me and so that is something I tried to be as much appreciative of it as I could be and especially when I was in living a life of chaos and back and forth back and forth another thing that I try to appreciate is my academics being a first generation college student is very very tough it's comes with a lot of mental struggles that the average person may not be able to comprehend. So it's really hard to talk about. But on top of that, just you feel your own pressures from being a first generation college student. And even if you're not, being a college student in general is just very, very overwhelming sometimes. But I took the approach of just appreciating the fact that I even had to the opportunity to study in the first place, to attend college. And even if it's hard trying to find the beauty in it, because my parents didn't get that opportunity. They worked their whole lives so that I could get that opportunity. And so I just try to be as grateful of that as possible. Another thing is appreciating my loved ones. I, whenever you're having feelings of anxiety or sadness, it can be very hard to be in the moment with your loved ones. But that is one thing that I tried to do more of was not getting out of my own head, trying my best to just admire the person that's next to me, focus on them and their good qualities, and enjoying the way that they help me feel better, the way that they make me they give me company, you know, it's just about appreciating the people that you love. And of course, if you have a pet, appreciating your own pet. My dog has been the world to me, is the world to me, and I appreciate him every single day. Even if someone may think he's just a dog to me, he is much more than that. So I appreciate him for all the love that he gives me. Okay, and then I would say the last approach I take to romanticizing my life is shifting from isolation to just enjoying my alone time. This was especially something that I used to do, or yeah, I used to do mainly whenever a few years back when I was just learning how to overcome mental health struggles. I just tried to shift my mindset from I'm going to isolate myself. I'm going to shut myself in my room. I'm going to lay in bed all day and I'm not going to do anything to I'm just going to enjoy my alone time. I have alone time pamper myself, treat myself, take care of myself, do things that I would want to do, and even if no one can do them with me, do them alone. So one thing that I like to do is take myself for a walk. That's one thing you can do is take yourself for a walk. Take yourself on a stroll. Take the long way through campus if you have the time. Look around you. Enjoy the nature that you have around yourself. Take yourself on a coffee trip. You don't have to go into the coffee shop and get anything if you don't want to, but 
go in there, maybe treat yourself to a little coffee or a little pastry, sit there, people watch, or just work on your schoolwork. You don't have to wait on someone else to join you to do those things. And honestly, I've learned to appreciate my alone time. Even though I do love spending time with my friends, I I really advocate for my alone time because it is something very special to me. And embracing the time you have to yourself. Just embrace it, okay? It Just embrace the fact that if you have alone time, you have alone time. It can be scary to do things alone. It can be anxiety-inducing even. And it can be overwhelming. But just embrace it. You don't have to leave the house to have alone time. You can just, you know, read a book by the window. Stare out into the lake. You know, just... Make life as enjoyable for yourself as possible, even if you have to do it alone. Okay, so all this to say, this is how I approach overall how I romanticize my life. But I want to also talk about the benefits that this has had for me, if I have not already touched on some of them. So for me, first, it has helped me with overcoming my battles of bad mental health. I used to struggle with mental health so much worse than I already do. I didn't, I didn't know how to um, overcome feelings of anxiety or anything like that. And so for me, romanticize, sorry, I just accidentally touched the microphone. (laughs) Romanticizing my life has helped me with giving me that push to not let bad mental health take over my life, but to help me enjoy my life despite my mental struggles. Another thing is that it has allowed me to face my fears instead of running away from them. So when I was facing poor mental health, poor mental health, and I was overcoming these battles, I often chose to run away from life itself. Like I said, like I mentioned before, I would just rather hide in my room and do nothing, you know, but I was just like, I'm going to embrace my fears, embrace my fears of being alone, embrace my fears of the world that is scary out there, <laughs> but I I feel like it has helped me do that, and it's made it easier for me to do that. Another thing is that it has helped me find the beauty, even in the sadder, rough parts of life, Because, like I said before, it's just, it can be hard to just live your life sometimes. It can be tiring, it can be exhausting, even if you don't have anxiety. Sometimes life can just be a little too much. So it has helped me find the beauty in those things. And it has allowed me to find a purpose. Romanticizing my life has helped me find a purpose. It's helped me see that there's more out there in the world that I have yet to see. There's more out there that in the world that I have yet to have enjoyed. And there's a purpose for the reasons that I have been dealt the cards I've been dealt. And that is okay. Everyone goes through things. And so just allowing yourself to find purpose is something that you may not know that you can do. But when you romanticize your life, it can help you do that. At least it has helped me. It's given me more clarity, more mindfulness, and thus it's allowed me to think better. It's allowed me to think more clearly. It's allowed me to think with more 
um, more happier thoughts, I guess. And so, therefore, naturally, I just thought more about my purpose and found it. So, how do we romanticize our lives? I wanted to give some examples. I know that I just gave you kind of some examples, but these are a little bit more if you want to uh, try to implement it in your life. These are little steps you can take. So this can look different for everyone because not everyone has the same life or the same lifestyle, but the general idea is the same. Any little thing that you find beauty in, focus on. So for number one, I put studying at coffee shops. I just mentioned this, but it really is one way that I used to embrace studying because studying was just such a boring topic for me. Even just switching up where I studied, that it was just hard for me to focus, especially when I was facing mental health struggles. So just doing that, taking myself out, it was like being able to focus with a fresh mind. Next was, is buying yourself flowers. I understand that not everyone has the budget to spend on flowers, but you can even pick some out in your garden. Just go, the act of picking them out, the act of putting them in a vase, the act of smelling them, seeing them, letting the light shine on them may make you feel a little bit more hopeful, peppy even. Another thing that I did in the beginning was immerse myself in my hobbies. I, whenever I first joined college, I did not really leave my room, like I mentioned, and so I didn't really immerse myself in any extracurriculars or anything that I like to do, but once I started romanticizing my life, I kind of took that and just did it, you know, I kind of just immersed myself in things that I would find pleasure in. So I started painting more, I started embroidering, I joined a block and bridle club, which is basically me hugging a cow. <laughs> it was really nice. Um, next thing is long walks, go on a long walk, or even a short walk, even if it's like five minutes, just go outside, take a walk, feel the air, smell nature, just immerse yourself. Admire nature, I think is another point that I have, is admire the nature. It may be something that people may think, oh, there's not much to see, you know, it's not, it's not an island in Hawaii or anything, but if you take the time to find the beauty, and even the things that some people may not even stop and notice, that, that's really beautiful. Another thing Feel the sun on your face. I used to hate the sun. <laughs> this is kind of a weird, like, I don't know, fact. But I used to hate the sun. I used to hate it on my skin because I could feel myself burning. I used to hate it because I just did not like the brightness level of it. But I will say, I think once I started romanticizing my life, I started going outside more. I started just enjoying the warmth, the coziness, the brightness of it. And it really did, I don't know why, it's, I had a switch on liking the sun versus not liking it. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't like it in the first place. But I think I'm slowly becoming a summer girl just because of the sun. It's kind of crazy. 
kind of crazy to say because I'm a winter baby, but you know, there you go. Another thing, another way that you can do this is planning get-togethers with your friends. If it's like, if you want to throw a little Taylor Swift, Taylor's version album release party, do it. If you want to just bake bread, do it. If you want to decorate cookies for Christmas, do it. Just enjoy your friends. You don't even have to do anything crazy, but just enjoy being around them. Have a little snack, a little food, and just enjoy the people that you have in your life because sometimes we take them for granted. And just being able to immerse yourself in the moment is also a really nice thing to do. And I feel like other people will appreciate it. And last thing, try to shift your mindset from seeing life as not special to something beautiful. You may think, uh, I don't really have a lot going for me. I'm really not all that special. I don't know why anyone would even care about my life. You may have those thoughts, but honestly, it's really about the way when I started romanticizing my life, I started seeing the beauty in the little things. And so for me, I started seeing myself in a special way too, not just my life, but I started viewing myself as someone with importance, someone that mattered. And the truth is that you is that you do matter. You do matter to this world, to someone out there. You matter. You matter to the universe. The universe, you know, loves you. It's just, it's a beautiful place with beautiful gifts. And yes, there's hardships, but if you focus on the positive, it can really be a beautiful thing. If you acknowledge the beauty, even when it's hard, and trust me, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But romanticizing your life can be a beautiful thing. And yeah, I I love doing it. I will never stop doing it. I started a YouTube channel, which is basically going to be a video videos about me romanticizing my life, pretty much. It's another way that I've I've been pushed to to, you know, just enjoy the little things in life, enjoy my journey through this life, because one day I'm going to be 80, and I'm going to think, wow, like, man, I had such a beautiful life, and I have cute videos to look back on when I was younger, and so, yeah, every little thing helps, so with that, I will end this week's episode, or this week's second episode, um, going live Thursday, the next episode is going to be going live Monday, not Tuesday like this week it was Monday. So stay tuned for that. But this episode was really, really fun to film. I'm so passionate about it, if you can't tell. And so thank you so much if you listen to it. I don't know how far this podcast will go, but my goal with it is always to inspire and to lead and So I just hope that it can give you a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of guidance, and a little bit of hope. So thank you. Bye.